and you don't want to come across as insincere or greedy or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is you still got bills. Okay, <laughs> those bills are coming in regardless of what people think about you or not. Hello, beloved, and welcome to another episode of the Beloved Studio podcast, where we help Christian creatives and entrepreneurs create an influence that makes an impact. Today, we are in episode number three, and we're going to be talking about making sales as a Christian entrepreneur. And I want to start off by saying that I was nervous to create this episode because when you think about Christians and you think about sales, it's a very sticky, tricky kind of conversation to have. But then that made me realize, no, we need to talk about this as Christian entrepreneurs and creatives, because I don't think that we have enough people talking about this So many of you all know already that I run Beloved Women. We are a nonprofit, but I also own a Christian media company that is a for-profit company. And so regardless on both of those sides, I need to generate income so that we can keep running the organization and the businesses. And so what that means is I need to make sales. I need to ask people for money in exchange for goods or services. And that seems like a pretty basic concept in the business space, but it's been particularly tricky in the Christian business space. And so that's what I want to talk about today. Because last year we hosted a exclusive Bible study series for our beloved women members. Beloved membership is a paid subscription that people can join that gives you exclusive access to certain videos that we don't share on YouTube and just different perks and things like that. And those beloved members actually help to support all of the free content that we are putting out. So it's not uncommon for me to create certain content that is exclusive to our beloved members to show our appreciation for them and the support that they give the ministry so that we can actually do what we do. So We hosted a Bible study series called Wise Women of the Bible last year, and it was exclusive to beloved women members. And I remember sharing about it on the YouTube channel and letting people know, hey, if you want to join this series, become a beloved women member, blah, blah, blah. People were really excited about it. And of course, there was this one comment. There's always one, isn't there? (laughs) There was this one comment from a nice, I'm going to assume she was nice woman. I'm going to assume the best about her. And she said, oh, this sounds really nice. I would love to participate in this series, but you have to pay for it. I should have known then that the comment was about to go down, right? And I'm I'm thinking, yeah, you're going to have to pay for it. It costs us money to create it. But anyways, and then she said, I thought, okay, I don't know if she said it in this tone or with this particular attitude, but this is how I read it. This is how I received it. She said, I thought the gospel was supposed to be free. Well, ma'am, it is, right? So at this point, I'm a little offended because I'm like, is she is she coming for me <laughs> on the internet here? <laughs> in the comment section on the Beloved Woman YouTube channel? And so I just kind of feel the frustration rising up in me and I'm like ready to like type back an itemized budget of everything we have to pay for at Beloved, right? And the Holy Spirit just spoke to me in the moment. And I know it was God because... It's it's one of those things when like God speaks to you and you know it wasn't yourself because I wouldn't have thought that. But also it just like calms all the other crazy thoughts that are going on in your mind. And he said, she doesn't understand. And it just kind of calmed me down. And I was like, you know what? You're right, God. She doesn't understand. Most people 
are not entrepreneurs. You know, most people are not Christian entrepreneurs. So they don't understand that, yes, the gospel is free. And so are all the other hundreds of videos that I put out on the internet. But the truth is that those videos may be free for people to consume, but they are not free for me to produce. And so in order for me to be able to cover my costs so that we can continue to operate at the level that we're operating, we need income. (laughs) And it's not just falling out the sky. And I think that's purposeful. God has given us gifts and skills and resources to use to be able to advance his kingdom. And one of the tools that we need to do that is money. And here's the truth. That's okay. (laughs) That is okay. I was reading this like thread online about Christians charging money and also the kind of stuff. And there were some like super self-righteous, high, mighty people that were like, I would never charge. You, You have to understand like, I don't think that you should charge for everything. There are certain things that I would not charge for, but there are certain things that I would, right? And so you have to have discernment to know the difference. And But they they were like, if I wrote a book, I would just pay for it out of my own money. And as noble as that sounds, and as sure as they were probably just as sincere as their hearts could be, would that be effective though? If you reach 10 people, I'm sure God can use it, but if you could charge people for it and that could help you actually reach 10,000 people, you've multiplied the impact there. And so I think that a lot of people for some reason don't get that. And I think a lot of people do. I think a lot of people do. And I would say, I would actually, let me correct myself. More people get it than not. But I think because of the few people that don't get it, it creates a fear in Christian entrepreneurs who actually sell. And also you're battling this negative idea that Christians will negatively use the gospel for financial gain. Like that's what they're trying to do, right? Because that happens, (laughs) (laughs) because that actually happens. There are people that will exploit the gospel for their own financial gain. It happens every single day. And so as a Christian entrepreneur, you're battling these thoughts that your customers have or that your clients or whoever you're serving has when you're actually needing to sell a product or service. And you being the good, sincere Christian entrepreneur that you are, You don't want to get caught up in that. You don't want people to think that, oh, you're all about the money or that's the only thing that's important to you because that's not true. And so selling in the Christian space can be particularly tricky, sticky and hard. And you don't want to offend anyone and you don't want to come across as insincere or greedy or anything like that. But the fact of the matter is you still got bills. Okay, (laughs) those bills are coming in regardless of what people think about you or not. And so this was a really hard lesson for me to learn as a ministry leader and as a nonprofit leader, even because a lot of people think, oh, you have a nonprofit. That means you don't make money. No, that means you don't make profit. That means you still need to make income to be able to do what you need to do for your organization. So I want to share with you in today's episode, some lessons on 
how to sell as a Christian entrepreneur without being salesy and still maintain your credibility as someone who really wants to advance the kingdom because I know that's exactly what you want to do. There are people out there that won't believe you. I am not one of them. I get it. And so here are some tips and tricks that I want you to implement in order to make sales as a Christian entrepreneur and creative. That means even if you're an author, you have a book to sell. Even if you're a speaker, you have your service of actually going somewhere and speaking to sell. So wherever you are for courses or coaching or whatever it is, you need to make sales if you wanna make money. And you want to make money because it is a tool that you can use to advance and multiply the gifts that God has given you to steward them well. We can have a whole nother podcast about, you know, the love of money is the root of all evil, but you don't have to love money in that way to make money. You can love God and still make money. In fact, I think that you should. <laughs> I think that you should. And it will it will only reveal what's already in your heart. And the truth is there are poor people out here who are just are greedier than rich people. That is more a heart issue. And so as long as your heart is in order, here are some, tri- here are some tips on making the sale as a Christian entrepreneur. Number one, you need to have an offer and you need to request the sale. So a lot of people just think, I'm just going to get on the internet and start sharing all this great content and money's just going to come my way. (laughs) That is not how it works. (laughs) Okay. You need to have an actual offer if you want to generate income. And listen, even if you're a nonprofit, your offer is the impact that people can partner with you in if they make a donation or if they make a donation and get some sort of like complimentary gift or something like that. So you need to figure out what that is. Is it your book? Is it your coaching? Is it a membership? Some sort of exclusive community that someone can join? Whatever the offer is, you need to have an offer if you want to make sales. Because if you don't, then people won't have anything to actually buy. They won't have a reason to give you money. So you need to have an offer to give people a reason to give you money in exchange for your services or your products. But then you also need to make the request. So this is where a lot of people will start. They're like, oh, I wrote the book. Great. Nobody bought the book. Well, did you ask anybody to buy the book? Did you tell people that you wrote a book and that it's actually available? And so you have to make the ask. This is where it gets hard because I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, oh no, but if I ask somebody to buy, I might inconvenience them or I, I might offend them because I asked them for money. And here's the truth. Yes, you will offend some people. Even if you weren't operating in a Christian space, you would offend people by asking for money. But this brings us to my next point, which is this. You need to be okay with offending some people because the truth is you can't please everyone. And the people that are offended are actually not your people. They're not the people that you're meant to sell to. And so one thing that I've learned is that God has set aside certain people to support our ministry and to support the work that we're doing. And they don't have any problem buying from us. They don't have any problem paying that monthly fee for beloved membership or the annual fee or buying conference tickets or buying the Bible study guides. Like they enjoy it because they understand that it's a benefit to them as well. And so there will be people that will get it. And those are your 
people. Those are the people that God has provided for you to help support your business, your ministry, your organization, whatever it is you're generating income for. And there are people that won't get it. And those are not your people. And you as a business owner, as a ministry leader, you have to be comfortable with that. And I know at first it's really uncomfortable. It's really challenging. Am I used to it? I'm, I think I'm used to it now. It doesn't necessarily, I'm not happy about it that some people get offended when I say, oh, conference ticket price is $37. I'm not happy about it, but I get it. I understand that they don't understand. I just move on with my life. You know, um, you never know what people are going through and people are easily offended these days. But I'm on a mission to reach women with this message. And this is one of the ways that we're doing that. And so I just got to keep going. And so do you. And so the next way that you can successfully make sales as a Christian entrepreneur is to communicate your value and not just the description of your offer. Let's say you write a book and it's about how to have more peace. So you're like, oh, I have this book about have more peace. Will you buy it? No, you're not just selling them a book. You're you're giving them peace of mind. You're helping them to sleep better at night. You're helping them to have more healthy relationships with their family because they have more peace internally. So you want to think about the actual value of what you're offering and sell that, not the actual physical product or the exchange. So think about that. But also, and this is my last tip, is to communicate the impact of your customers investing in a Christian business. Now, this is an advantage that you have that no other type of business has. That this person, by buying your products or investing in your services or your nonprofit organization, they get to align themselves with someone that has the same values as them. Because here's the truth, and this is my thought process, and I hope that it helps you think more clearly about making sales as a Christian entrepreneur, is that people are going to spend money. If they don't spend that $15 on your Bible study, guess what? They're going to spend it at Starbucks or Target. I know I will. Unless you actually offer them this great resource, this great tool that is going to actually help them when they consume it. The other day I was praying and I was asking God how much I should charge for a particular offer. And I always want to be like, oh, I need to charge lower. I need to charge lower. But that's another episode. That's a whole nother episode about pricing. But I kept listening to these messages and wisdom and reading books. And they're like, don't undercharge. Don't undervalue yourself. Don't do this. This is why you should charge more or what you're actually worth. Don't compromise on this. And I was praying to God and I was, I asked God, you know, okay, how much should I charge? And the next day I was at church and I was in worship and the Lord placed it on my heart that for this particular offer, it would be in conjunction with another ministry to help bless them. And so I was like, okay, the more money we generate from this offer, the more we'll be able to sow back into this other ministry that like is more hands-on actually serving the community. I don't want to say what it is yet because the details aren't all the way set in stone yet, but the understand that our income would directly impact how much we'd be able to give. And that's when I was like, whoa, this isn't just about me making money. It's about making an impact. And if God wants to use money as a tool to help us make that impact, then I can't be afraid of that. And that 
there will be people that'll get it and they'll be like, oh my gosh, I want to invest in this because it's going to help people's lives. It's going to change lives. Yeah, there are those people that are out there. So you want to communicate that to your audience. We have the same values to give and to serve and to build the kingdom and our money is going towards that as well. So when you buy from us, when you donate to us, you know your investment is in alignment with the values that you have. We have those shared values. So I think that's one of the key things you wanna communicate when you're making a sale as a Christian entrepreneur because no other type of business can say that. So I just wanna remind you that as you're doing the good work of the kingdom and your heart is to build the kingdom, your heart is to create financial stability for, generations to come and create an inheritance for your children to bless them. If your heart is to give back, then don't be afraid to make the sale. Yes, there are going to be naysayers. Yes, there are people going to question your character and your intention, but God knows your heart and so do you and he's ordering your steps. And I pray that this helps you to generate more income so that you can make more impact as you give and serve and Use your gifts for the glory of God. Until next time, be beautiful, be blessed, and be loved.